Hi everyone, it's Angela. Welcome back to our unit planning session. I'm so excited to dive into this with all of you. Um, and I'm going to be curious to know how well this works for those of you who chose audio. Um, that is a brave choice. And it's also one that is uh, uh, super interesting when it comes to unit planning. What I hope that you've had the opportunity to do at this point is to download or at least digitally explore the workbook that I left for you. We're picking up on page 26 of that workbook today, but I realize that you may not be anywhere near it as you're listening to me. So this is how I wanna talk with you about it right now. I wanna talk with you about unit planning as a way of exploring one building inside of a community. The last time that we talked together, we were really focusing on the fact that creating a blueprint for a year is like creating a community blueprint. And there are lots of buildings within that particular um, neighborhood. Each building is a structure and the structures that you explore create the whole of the writing experience for your year. So a unit in my mind often feels very much like a building, a structure or a home. They're all a little bit different from one another, but they have elements and features that make them the same. Today, I'm going to challenge you to spend some time creating a blueprint for at least one unit. And I want that blueprint to define the structure that writers are going to create. Are they making stories? Are they making arguments? Are they making a poem? What is the structure? And then what are the finer elements of that structure? So if it's a story, the elements might be something like somebody wants something, but there's a problem. So they make many attempts to solve it and they do or they don't. It might be even simpler than that. A character has a problem and they resolve it. You might also have multiple characters and each one might have a story arc of their own. And the weaving of those different story arcs together becomes a short story or a novel that's more complex. What form are writers going to produce in the unit that you design this week? And in addition to that, what are the elements that live inside of it? Next, I want you to think about the concepts that you are going to explore with them. Are you going to explore characterization? Are you going to explore rhetoric? Are you going to explore design concepts or modes of expression? What multimodal texts will writers consume? What are they going to look at? in terms of examples and mentor texts? What are they going to read or view or consume if it's artwork? What multimodal texts will they try to produce? I encourage you to focus on the structure and the elements that live inside of it. And that's why when you have a chance to peek at your workbook, take a look at pages 28, 29, and 30. When I'm speaking about structures and the elements that live inside of them, you'll see good examples of what that looks like there.
What I know is that when I'm really clear about structure, if I know that writers are going to create a character and that has a problem and finds a solution, if those are the smaller elements that live inside, I can let them use any mode of expression to create them. They can make a character out of Play-Doh. They can use watercolor to paint the problem. They can build the solution out of blocks. They might make an infographic, and that infographic might have a topic and three facts and supporting details and a call to learn more, but it doesn't look like a linear text that's static and lives on a piece of paper um, or inside of a word processing document. It looks like something really engaging and dynamic, and there's visuals and colors and fonts and all sorts of beautiful things to consider. So what is the form that they're going to pursue? What are the elements inside of that form? What kind of multimodal works will they study? And what sorts of multimodal works will they produce? How are you going to hang that all together? I've left a ton of examples for you inside of um, this week's workbook pages. You'll also find them in the Google Drive folder uh, for this particular course. And I would love to talk with you about them more. Try to keep in mind as you're looking at these examples that I am not expecting you to sort of copy or replicate my design style. I'm not expecting you to use texts like these. I'm not expecting your students to produce what I might have students produce. I'm sharing this with you so that you can see different forms for creating a unit, different ways to display a unit or hang it together or articulate it. So you're going to see how I might sketch a unit up inside of a notebook you might see how I might sketch a unit up on a foam board or inside of a far more linear uh, word processing tool. All of these examples are there and you might come up with some that are completely different from that. Your challenge is what we need to hold um, close. The only expectation for you to be successful here is to create a unit that hits all of our bullet points. And so make sure you're taking a look at page 28 because that's where that challenge lies. If you're able to mock something up, it's important that it is messy and loose, that you can let it breathe for a little bit because you'll get more ideas over time. You'll decide to move some things around. You'll decide to add maybe some other mentor texts or examples and remove some that really aren't as ideal as you thought they were to begin with. I want you to have time to really create a unit. I am not looking for you to rapidly articulate it in perfect fashion inside of some sort of spreadsheet this week. I want this to be a creative process for you. So use my examples to inspire you. Don't allow them to overwhelm you. Make sure you look at um, pages 28 or it's actually 27 inside of your, your notebook. Look at page 27. That's where your challenge lies. And that's what I'd like you to be able to come back to, hold on to. That's what I want you to create. And what it looks like for you is probably going to look different um, than other people's work. 
If you would like more explicit direction around all of that this week, if you have the energy and the, uh, the, the cognitive tenacity to sink into this even further, I recommend that you take a peek um, at the video that's embedded in this module because there I'm actually exploring each of the units and sharing some of the context behind the design, and you might appreciate that. Please show up for office hours this week if you want to have a deeper conversation about your work, gain some feedback, kick some ideas around, problem solve. I would love to see you. I will be waiting for you on Zoom on Tuesday morning at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time or in the afternoon at 4.30 Eastern Standard Time, both on Tuesday. Um, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week. And if you are taking a break, from this work right now. I will see you when you circle back to it sometime this summer or even maybe into next year. Remember, you can pause your learning at any time, come back to it, um, and pick it up whenever it is you're comfortable and you have the energy for it. I will be hosting uh, office hours all year, so I hope to see you at one of them. Have a good rest of your day, everyone.